You're listening to The Marn Report. Welcome to The Marn Report. I'm Sergeant First Class Jason Hole with 3rd Division Sustainment Brigade Public Affairs. Uh, it is April, and that means it is SAPM. That's the Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. Here with me today is Staff Sergeant Ingrid Brown. She's the victim advocate for the Sustainment Brigade, um, one of the most energetic, knowledgeable, and fun NCOs in, in the SHARP program that I've ever had the pleasure to work with. And we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the uh, SAPM events that are going around uh, Fort Stewart. I know that we're about halfway through the month, but really the best events are yet to come. And she's going to give us a little bit about that. And we're going to talk just a little bit about the SHARP program. And I don't know if this podcast will count as your annual training requirement, but uh, perhaps if you attend one of Sergeant Brown's events, um, coupled with this uh, podcast, maybe, I don't know, maybe that'll Maybe that'll count. Thanks for uh, doing this with us, Sergeant Brown. So good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Staff Sergeant Brown. Um, like I said, I'm the victim advocate, the full-time victim advocate for um, uh, 3rd DSB. Um, like I said, I love my job. I've been doing it for two years. I continue to, I will continue to plan to do it once I get out um, and become a, a GS9, um, of course, civilian victim advocate. Um, but yes, like he said, that we're going to talk about SAPM because it's all about bringing the awareness to the formation, the organization across the division and heck everywhere if we can. Um, SHARP is very important. Um, I'm always out here telling people no means no, get consent. Um, it's, it's okay to have relationships, but it's also not okay to take something from someone, especially if, if no is on the table. Well, so just to clarify, SAPM yes. is, uh, it's not just an army event. Mm-mm. It's more of a, so with SAPM, it's across just all of DOD. So it's not just Army, it's across everywhere. Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, like it's a big thing. Like it's it's all about bringing awareness for sexual assault. And we're not downplaying sexual harassment at all, not at all. But it is just trying to bring that awareness to get people to understand that like, you know, like you need to get that verbal consent. Well, in SAPM, I think it's, uh it's a nationwide thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The teal, the teal colored ribbon for awareness. It's like a nationwide thing. So it really sap them. Um, just it exists to bring awareness to the entire, the entirety of, of society too, um, for a, 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 a problem that affects all of, of society. Yeah. And like I said, it is only for the month of April, but it's all about every month. It's not, it shouldn't just be about just April. But April is like what you said is like a national thing. Like it's something that they celebrate the entire month of April, right? But I'm all about it every day, all 12 months. Typically, you're out there working to uh, host and, and conduct these events that bring awareness, sexual harassment, sexual assault daily. I've seen you out yep. and about daily doing these things. Mm -hmm. But Let's focus specifically on the month of April and the couple of weeks that, that we have left here. Would you just give me a rundown of some of the division and, and Fort Stewart events uh, that soldiers could still attend and, and be a part of over the next couple of weeks? Um, like I said, we do have a lot of uh, the information tables that are going to be at the PX. Um, I will actually be out there present, smiling and all, trying to bring that awareness um, but we are doing that every Wednesday for the rest of this month. Um, they also have um, the information tables at Hunter as well. So that's the same thing. I think their next one is going to be on the 18th, which is going to be uh, Tuesday next week. 
We also have the uh, Sharp Self-Defense course. I'm so excited about this one. I'm so happy. It's actually going to be for um, the 20, the 20th and 21st of April from 630 in the morning until 1500. Um, I wanted to, I created this event so that people can just learn like simple like tactics, simple techniques so, to um, be able to um, try to get themselves out of a situation if they ever get into that situation by just simple self-defense techniques. And that will be actually um, instructed by Siren First Class Ben Jackson from Division. He is the person who runs the combative school here. Um, and that's where the, uh, the class will be at, is here at the combative school um, on Fort Stewart. Um, those both days are open. Please come through. It's going to be a great event. It's free. And most definitely, please wear teal. Anything to bring that awareness for Sharp. Um, of course, we have the Army has brought out the new colors, which is black and yellow for Sharp. But you can still wear teal as well because I'll be wearing teal. But then you mentioned, too, about Denim Day. Yes. Um, and just to clarify, Denim Day, it's related to an Italian court decision that uh, a woman had uh, brought suit against her assailant. Uh, the judge ruled that because her jeans, the denim jeans that she was wearing were, were so tight that she would have had to have given consent to her attacker. And so uh, with that ruling, um, it became uh, not just it just became a worldwide phenomena uh, during the month of April on and on the specific day. I, the 26th. So it's the, the last Wednesday of uh for April. So it's the very, very last Wednesday that they have created this day, which is amazing because there, regardless, it doesn't matter what you have on. It doesn't matter how tight your pants are. There is no way that that person would have given consent because the way that they ruled it out and threw it out is saying that that person literally helped the, the, um, the assailant take the jeans off and they threw it out. And so now it's a national holiday as in denim day. And this is a thing for division is that they're heavily wanting people to wear jeans. Of course, tasteful. Don't come, you know, up here with ripped jeans and whatever, you know. But other than that, it's going to be a thing for um, Fort Stewart and half is to wear jeans on the 26th of April to bring awareness. And, of course, rock teal, rock sharp colors, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but it will be an all-day thing. At the same time, we have guest speakers that are going to be telling their stories um, at uh, the NCOA um, here on Forced, I want to say the back gate. That's the NCO Academy. Yes. Uh, out sort of by Pembroke. Yes. Okay. Yep. And like I said, I have two um, survivors that are actually from my footprint that will be speaking on their stories based on one will have like a sexual harassment story and the other one will have a sexual assault. And they're sharing their personal stories. Yes. The audience. Yes. Uh, as and an it's attempt to, to educate. Leaders, to the future leaders that are eventually going to, you know, take roles and understand that, hey, if someone comes to them that they have their uh, roles and responsibilities that they got to report that stuff up, can't play. And these are junior leaders targeted for this because the of the Army philosophy that junior leaders really have have the biggest impact, the yeah. biggest role in setting that culture and, and that climate uh, within small units. Yes, and they're, they're pretty much kind of like what we call the, um, we have what, the... Not the sharp ambassadors, but the modern guardians, right? They're like my gatekeepers. They're the people that are in the formations, and if they see something out of place, they're able to put it back in place, like do it the right way, you know? The modern guardian program is something that um, I don't know that we've ever gotten in the podcast before. So I know mm -hmm. that we didn't talk too much about uh, modern guardian uh, 
as we were scheduling this, but can you talk a little bit about the Marne Guardian program and what that does for 3rd Infantry Division? So Marne Guardian is a division um, program. Like I said, it's taught on SHARP, EO, I want to say suicide um, intervention like techniques and things like that. And they're hitting the uh, like the corporal and below population, the ones that are like high, like top rated is always like the, the E4 and below population. More vulnerable population right. to some of these, uh, the, these, these affliction, these problems. These things that are happening out here. So with them going through that five day course, not only um, do they learn like what does sharp look like? Like what is like the gist of it? What would be considered sexual harassment or sexual assault? What is EO when it comes to bullying, hazing, things like that? What does suicide look like? What are the warning signs? Things like that. So not only are they helping the formation, because with me, I'm just one person. And there is more of them than there is of me. Of course, we got Siren Terragazo, we got Siren Booker. But if we can get people by just teaching them, like, uh, like to understand that, hey, terms of endearment is a no-go. It should be rank and last name. That's it. You cannot get a complaint against yourself if you use Staff Siren Brown, Staff Siren Inger Brown. It's so simple. But people get so comfortable in their workplaces that it's, oh, boo, honey, sweet pea, sugar foot. No, that is literally justified as a complaint of sexual harassment. Um, same thing with sexual assault. People don't understand that when it comes to the five hotspots, if one of those five hotspots could be simply touched by a horse playing, that's sexual assault, Article 120. It's serious out here. And if we can get the junior enlisted soldiers to understand that that's not okay, then we're getting after it. We're getting past it and we're trying to change the culture that's in, that's in front of us, basically. And so these soldiers become a peer resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're pretty much Stassar Brown's like little, um, it's pretty much like my gatekeepers. I'm telling you, if they, if a soldier is dealing with something and they understand what it, like the certain, like, um, like red flags and green flags, right? So if a soldier comes to them saying that, oh, you know, um, something sharp happened to me this weekend. Ding, ding, ding. They'll be able to escort them to me so that I can support them. Okay. While we have you here, uh, do you mind just rehashing a little bit of, of the basic for the sharp program, the basic reporting procedures? And since we talked about a number of the resources, can we just go over those resources that are available to somebody that might have experienced sexual harassment or sexual assault? Yeah, so when it comes to sexual harassment, anytime that there is like an event of like, um, what do you call it? Like the terms of endearment, it could be just uh, sexual in nature, any type of jokes, um, anything like other in that sort. You literally have 60 calendar days in order to make that complaint, right? Um, but when you do, you have your reporting options of anonymous. You don't want to be known. You have your um, informal, which is like an MFR, just stating, hey, um, he or she would like the chain of command to intervene or um, someone else to, to talk to this person to let them know, hey, enough is enough. Or they can do formal, which is the full-blown investigation of 14 calendar days. Um, of course, anytime if they do the formal route, there is, of course, a reprisal plan that comes in place for both parties so that they understand why the investigation is going on. No one needs to talk to each other, nothing of anything. Okay, And if they um, do experience any type of retaliation, then they need to immediately report it to us. Um, or they can go to IG, they can go to their commander and things like that. Um, and then also when it comes to sexual assault, you got two reporting options. It's going to be unrestricted and restricted. The biggest difference between the two is that restricted, there's no real investigation, right? Um, they're, they're able to remain somewhat anonymous. When I say somewhat, meaning that it's like nobody's going to know about it. 
Um, but of course, they'll get the uh, the paperwork with the 2910 documented saying that this happened. But the good thing about if you file a restricted report later down the road, a year or two later, you can always convert it to unrestricted. Unrestricted is the full blown investigation. Right. And those can last. I've seen some last for 90 days to two years. Um, but that's just case by case. But with the unrestricted report, you can opt in for an expedited transfer. You can go be closer to family, however you see, wherever your support system's at. You can also opt in for an MPO, which is a military protection order. Of course, that protects you on base, but then you can get a CPO, which is a civilian protection order that will protect you off base as well. Because that's a matter of jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. But you can help facilitate Oh, yeah, that. most yeah. definitely. And even when you come to uh, military dependents, 18 and above, they can come and file an unrestricted sexual assault report with me. 17 and below, they will get with Family Advocacy Program, FAP. Okay, well, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, family members because maybe we could take a second here to just dispel some of the myths and some of the false assumptions about sexual harassment, sexual assault. Um, one of the biggest ones I think that I hear a lot is that, it, that it's always uh, a, a male versus female sort of harassment or attack. Mm -mm. There, I have actually had more males come forward, male on male. Okay. Um, and then it's usually that's a myth saying that um, a male is there. It, there's no way it happened to a male. Mm -mm. It, it will happen to anybody, and that's where that's why I'm happy about the Sharp Self Defense course that we're able to to kind of teach them. We're not going to be able to teach them everything, but just to be able to learn something new, um, something different to put into your toolkit to understand, because you just nowadays it's it's hard to trust people. So when you're able to indicate those red flags, like this one thing is it's not it's new, but it's not new gaslighting. Um, and that happens a lot to a lot of people in relationship, friendships um, within the organization at work. And people don't understand that that is a negative flag, like it's a red flag. And that's something that you want to get away from. Well, the gaslighting, mm -hmm. um, I think most people are probably familiar with the term, but I think the way I would sum it up, gaslighting is making somebody believe that their feelings or their uh, understanding of the situation or somebody's comments is 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 false or or overblown it's sort of like manipulating somebody into not trusting their feelings or their judgment right as in like their feelings just don't matter um they know that what they see is true but the person on the other side is making it seem like it's non-existence which is a very toxic trait okay and then going more into, because um, you mentioned some things happen or, or you can be protected from on post and then other things uh, you can be protected from off post. I think it would be a good point to make sure that everybody knows that sexual harassment assault can occur out of uniform and it can occur off the installation mm -hmm. and, and outside of the work environment. Yeah, it can happen when you're TDY. It could happen when you're on leave. It could happen anywhere. Um, and the good thing is, is like I said, regardless of the location that it happens at, you can still come and talk to me. And if a soldier is attacked by someone that's not a uniformed service member, a civilian, right. it is, all, can they talk to you? Yes, they can still. It doesn't, like I said, there's other ways that we have to still go about it. Like they can still um, come and talk to me, of course, and I'll educate them on the reporting options and the services and things because... Then also, if the person was a civilian off post, and of course, they'll have, will file a police report like 
through them, you know, but they can still come in and get the services as in behavioral health. Um, what do you call it? Medical, get a safe kit if they need one. And usually when it comes to a safe, which is a sexual assault forensic exam, um, good rule of thumb is like 72 hours after the uh, incident happened so that they're able to collect any type of uh, DNA or evidence or anything like that. Um, and then it just goes from there. And so, so you mentioned the resources and if you are, a, uh, if you or a soldier is assaulted, um, the restricted and unrestricted, those services are available regardless of the type of report you file. It doesn't matter for sexual assault. When it comes to sexual assault, you have your unrestricted, restricted. You still receive medical, a safe, um, behavior health, uh, counseling, chaplain, me. Uh, just the real, like the biggest difference between the two is that one's an investigation, one's not. And then the one that is under investigation is the unrestricted rep report. And this is where a lot of people understand that you do not have to stay here. Like you can request uh, an expedite transfer, which is done on a 4187. We have the whole system together where we go, we um, do a MFR. And the reasoning why that soldier chooses to go, let's say, to uh, Fort Bragg. That's where my, the, the parents are at. And that's where their support system is. It's all about getting the soldier back to where they used, they were before it happened. So, unfortunately, this has been a, in a great conversation. I guess if there is somebody listening to this podcast that has experienced uh, harassment or assault, whether in the workplace or, or outside, in the Army or in the civilian world, um, but maybe they're afraid to come forward, maybe they're afraid to talk to somebody mm -hmm. about it, what would be your message to somebody that doesn't know what to do right now? So the good thing about me and my team is we have MRE 514, which is military rule of evidence, right? We're not a mandatory reporter. A lot of people think that we have to report it. No, you can literally come into my office and we could talk hours on hours on hours. And I'm not gonna report anything to nobody until the soldier decides what they wanna do, right? But of course, I'm there to listen to what happened. And then I'm like, okay, what you've explained to me sounds like sexual harassment, sexual assault. These are your reporting options. Okay, but I can always just kind of let them know, hey, I've been there. I know what it's like. I understand like what you're feeling and I just want them to be able to trust me. And then, of course, I'll give my information and they can come back whenever they're ready. All right. Well, once again, thanks for tuning in to the Martin Report as we talk about the Sexual Assault Awareness Prevention Month, um, the events that we've had going on and, and just the general stuff that everybody needs to know about the SHARP program. Um, thank you, Sergeant Brown, for taking a few minutes very early this morning to uh, to share this information with us and for us to get to know you and, and really appreciate you coming in. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Um, hopefully we can do this more often. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Marn Report. I'm Sergeant First Class Jason Holt, 3rd Division Sustainment Brigade Public Affairs, and we'll see you next time. Rock of the Marn. The Army Maintenance app is a quick and easy way for soldiers, Army families, and DOD civilians to submit work orders in order to maintain their barracks, family housing areas, and workspaces. ARMA enhances the ability to securely submit and access up-to-date information about the status of work orders that have been submitted, as well as provide feedback once the work is accomplished. Users can access ARMA through the Digital Garrison app or by visiting armymaintenance.com. No issue is too large or too small for ARMA. Get connected directly to the service you need, no matter the time of day or night. 
Create your online profile today at armymaintenance.com.